Hey everyone, welcome back to the Living Easy Podcast. This is Lindsay and we are doing a quick life update um, for you guys about our move and kind of what has been going on in our lives and how we are feeling. And so I am here with Jesse. All the craziness. Yeah. It's been a little bit of a wild ride. So why don't you talk about all of the things that have happened <laughs> since we got here? That's that we an unfair <laughs> loaded question <laughs> that we didn't expect. So our moving boxes, most of you know this through Instagram, but we didn't get them for two weeks, right? Until yeah. after we moved in. So it allowed for some projects, but it was a little overwhelming to not have our things and to like be sleeping on the floor. And it was just really, I think, unsettling. Yeah. I, well, I, there were good and bad things with it. I mean, the good things were being able to spend some time with your mom and Dennis. Yeah. Since you guys had a really long, stressful trip. Yeah. The AC went out in our RV and then we had to un what do you call it? Unlatch the car, unhook the unhinge. car, unhinge the car and drive it the last route because the AC went out and it was a lot. So, but yeah. my mom and Dennis are like worker bees. So they helped us do paneling on the walls and paint like crazy. Mm -hmm. We've had to paint a lot. Yeah. But it was, I mean, although it was good, it was almost like two weeks was kind of wasted too, because we were behind in setting up everything for our house. So I talk about, like talk about our house, everything behind expectations and reality. <laughs> well, the problem with purchasing sight on scene, which we kind of knew and I knew from real estate, I closed the pros and cons on the house one hour after I f saw the house for the very first time. Yeah. So. But that was just our situation. And I think it's a lot of people's situations. I dealt with that in New Mexico in real estate. But I think that um, <laughs> you lost your train of thought. <laughs> I was telling pointing you, at me. I was telling you to talk more into the mic. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. But yeah, it, it was based off the pictures, but I, I think that's hard too. And, and it's almost unfair because yes, it's a newer house. So we didn't really expect any projects. And then when we got here, I, I think the painting has really thrown us really off mm -hmm. because it's so time consuming. And then you don't want to pay for someone to do it because it's so expensive. Yeah to get someone to come and do it. So you're stuck in this place where you don't know what to do. So well, and the craziest thing has been that each wall, you guys, no joke, with a very good Benjamin Moore paint is taking us four to six coats. It's very different because these walls here are not textured, which is wonderful for wallpaper, which I plan to put in some rooms. But for paint, it just soaks right in. And they have like a matte finish. So yeah, it just – it literally soaks right into the walls. So it's taken triple the time. So yeah. all of that to say, it's been kind of a an, a, an onboarding process <laughs> and getting used to everything. Um, and I feel like for me, the hardest part, we'll start with the hard and then we'll talk about the good. The hardest part for me has been just adjusting to a new way of life, like a new routine and I feel a lot like I'm just kind of wayward. We take the kids to school and then we go to the gym and then I work for a little while and then I'm kind of like, okay, because we don't have a ton of people here. And I've been really, really lucky to meet some awesome people. And then our friends, Sheena and Adam moved here um, shortly after us. And so we do have them, but there is something because I'm such a busy bee that I've had a hard time not constantly having plans, but it's turned. I know God is using it for good because I just sit on the porch and I read books. I finished my third book since I've been here in a month, which I have not finished three books in. I probably didn't finish three books last year. Maybe. No, I think you did. Maybe. But I mean, it's, it's definitely increased my ability to just sit and be. And I will say, I think that's something we do way more. Do you think? No, definitely. Um, we're, we're able to kind of in, I, I feel like back in New Mexico, we were just both working so much. And then with the kids in school mm -hmm. on top of that, and then 
our evenings were always full of either homework or yeah, my plans, visiting someone, <laughs> yeah. or someone visiting us or us doing something. So out here it's been different because which we, that was one of the biggest pros in my box or in my realm. <laughs> in your toolbox. When, box, when we got kit. here was that like, you know, me and Dennis sitting in the backyard just Dennis is my stepdad. Yeah, that's her stepdad. But like us just sitting in the backyard in the morning. Watching the fireflies. Or, or at nighttime. I know, which I was kind of bummed out. So we kind of, that was like my number one thing. I was so stoked <laughs> to see these stinking fireflies when we came out here. And I mean, they're only up for a short amount of time because it's what they do to like find a mate, right? Is yeah. what we learned. Mm-hmm. So we were here for like that short time but frame. But we didn't and miss just, them. They stopped doing it. We have to focus on the good. We got no, to watch I'm not them every day. <laughs> like it's ruined my trip. It's <laughs> very sure. dramatic. Um, but no, it was just, you know, having that time, and we've still had that time where we, you know, yeah. now we sit in the front or we sit in the back, but we have, we a, have porch a swing. swing. That's yeah, been my so dream for life. We've been able to sit in the front now. We and both are happy about that. Um, and that's cool because being out here, the kids are out like Sutton and Saxon are outside almost all day, which. So let's talk about that because that is probably the biggest difference that we have seen in our lives here versus back home. The greatest blessing is that these kids, if you guys just could live in our shoes for a day, it was a constant fight to keep these boys off of screens during the day, like after school. It was the first thing they wanted. And it was just such a battle all the time because it was a no. And then they would be frustrated at us. And then, you know, you know, most of you probably have kids, so you know the fight. And I just am not one who wants my kids on screens all the time. And we, I mean, we have a lot of liberties with it and freedoms, but it's just been so cool that it's not really – it doesn't really have to be a conversation. And before, the reason that it was a struggle is because there just wasn't so much to do in our city. And I know there are so many of you listening who are moving to a new city and are fearful or hesitant. Um, but for us coming to what we consider just a much more like family-friendly neighborhood, um, much lower crime rates, it's just a very different feel and it gives us – the ability to let them have a lot more freedom. The setup is different yeah. and that makes the biggest difference. We, uh, I, if you're not familiar with Albuquerque, um, we, we moved from a neighborhood called Vista del Norte and that community was probably comparable was families. Yeah. Yeah. In a situation like this where mm-hmm. there were parks and stuff like that, which we lived there for, for Two you years. know, unfortunately Sutton was still, too, mm-hmm. too young. You know, we took him to the parks, but he doesn't totally remember all of it. But here, um, you know, they're just like, or in our, so anyway, moving from there to our other house, that one was harder because we had good families around us, good people around us, but the neighborhood wasn't totally built conducive for, for kids little kids to be riding know? their bikes. Yeah. And Sutton, you they know, would land was, in piles of stickers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were stickers constantly, but it was, you know, it was hard. It was just an older neighborhood. So, mm-hmm. you know, sidewalks and, you know, everything was sticking out, you know, looking to hurt our kids. <laughs> yeah. But here it's different in the sense that it's more set up like that Vista del Norte community. So yeah. kind of hidden gem. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely, uh, we have more comfort with sitting out in in the front yard, you know, mm-hmm. watching the kids ride their bikes and or playing even with other letting kids them the go outside by themselves. Well, that that's different, just because you know where we were at, we kind of worried about those things because of the Safety. statistical mm-hmm. crime rates and stuff sometimes. But yeah, I think you know, obviously, I always told people, uh, crime never has a zip code. There's mm-hmm. you know, so that fall that's everywhere. Yeah. It just exists everywhere, and we need to be cautious and. But it was everywhere. Yeah. It was one of like the greatest feeling. It was just such a breath of fresh air for me when I let Saxon go outside in the front and just like play in the, on the front porch and then out on the driveway and just not even think twice. And the cool thing here is there are just so many kids. Like as soon as Sutton gets home, they are just running. He and Saxon, they run outside. Sutton's been on his bike 
every single day. Mm-hmm. He comes in looking like he took a shower because of the humidity. He's like sopping wet. Face red. Yeah. It's like a tomato. He it's did. like Lindsay's face. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out. When I work out, I don't sweat. I turn so red. I used to be really mm-hmm. embarrassed about that actually in school when we you have to run a mile. Done that anymore, though. I feel like That's I fine. sweat more here and I turn less red. It's very bizarre. Yeah. But he plays I, – I mean, he – there are so many kids just up and down the street and we have like pool parties and cornhole tournaments at the clubhouse and stuff. So obviously, it's just really different. It's a very different life. We just yeah. feel like we are living in, in a completely different world. It's really crazy. Well, and, and not even just that. It's at our old house and a lot of the areas where we lived in the past, there weren't parents even out all the time either. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was more rare to see people walking walking around at nighttime or even throughout the day versus here. You know, I even told you, I don't even know yeah, if I tell, mentioned this last time the on the podcast, um, but m- me and my brother were so surprised because we saw that lady like our first night when we were pulling in. Oh, yeah. It was like 12 o'clock at night and our neighbor, she was walking her like newborn newborn out <laughs> around the street. And me and David were just so to taken soothe. back. She was by trying this. to soothe him. Yeah, she was trying to soothe him. But, you know, you wouldn't do this where we were at. Like you would be very <laughs> like a husband would not allow his wife outside to do at that. Midnight. And so we were so shocked and excited mm-hmm. to see that she was doing that. And, you know, it was very friendly. So, so yeah, I think that's been all very different. Um, talk about the men, kind of what you shared with me. Tell me a little bit about how the men have encouraged you. Um, well, I think again, and it's, it's just proximity and, and I think neighborhoods, cause mm-hmm. obviously there was a lot of good men, um, from where we moved, mm-hmm. but in our little pocket here, I definitely feel like there's more, um, gosh, I, I don't even know how to explain like it. Activity. It's just, it's, yeah, there's just, you walk outside and it's not like, you know, just moms that you see outside with mm-hmm. their kids. It's, you know, these dads are actively out there and they're showing their kids how to ride their bikes. They're showing their kids how to play soccer. Mm-hmm. Like we always see these little soccer nets all over in these yards mm-hmm. and the dad's out there and he's teaching their kids how to play soccer and riding bikes with them. they're riding bikes. Um, they're, I mean, just playing catch and I mean, everywhere, like we go to the pool and it's just nothing but dads out there, like with their kids. Mm-hmm. And so dads and, at all the school events and parent teacher. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very present and mm-hmm. it's been, um, it's, it's been good for me to see that <clears throat> I, I enjoy and, and love seeing, you know, men in that type of role, yeah. um, where I feel, you know, I, I don't know. I, Called I just, up. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't know why. I I mean, I don't know where the difference was and why I just didn't see that as much, I guess, mm-hmm. where where we're from, but it definitely out here it's very noticeable. And it was yeah. one of those things where I'm like excited, feel, you know, like I want to be more present in mm-hmm. my my boys' lives. And, you know, I'm out there playing soccer with them and playing catch with them and it's it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have fun with them and it's good, you know, even on days when, you know, Lindsay's having a break and I take them to the pool or something, there's guys there with their boys mm-hmm. and they're playing, you know, football with them in the pool and I get to play football with the boys in the pool. So yeah. it's been a good change to see that too, you know, that these guys are coming home from work from a busy day they're tired, but they're still like our neighbor across the street. He comes outside every single day. He motivates me. I'm all, man, I need to get outside running and He's biking. also supposedly like he was going to the Olympics. <laughs> he was going right? to the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And he, they said he missed it by like one, one thousandth of yeah. a something. I don't know, but he's a beast. And, but he motivates me because he comes home from work, like nine to five type of job. And he is immediately biking, like just loops around our neighborhood, which yeah. we're on a huge hill. So 
but he's gone for a long time. Yeah. He's, I mean, he was like, yeah, I just did 40 miles yeah. or something like that. I, was like, <laughs> I haven't even done one mile today. But for what it's worth, and I think I've shared this with you, but I'll say it again. I do. I, I have seen that difference in you with the kids and it's just been so cool to see. And, um, obviously your position now where you're not working so much and you're not so busy gives you the opportunity to do that. And it's just so hard because you can't really compare it's apples to oranges. You are providing for us. You are still providing for us, but in a capacity where it just caused you to hustle for a while, like you were hustling for a long time. And now a lot of people are like, okay, so what the heck are you guys doing? You moved. And just to answer that, um, I get that question a lot. Like, so how did you guys do that where Jesse doesn't have his license yet and he's getting his license? But I'm still licensed in New Mexico. Right. So I still, uh, I'm still doing real estate in New Mexico. We have a house that we're currently renovating in New Mexico that we'll have on the market. So we, we have two we're rentals. still doing real estate. Um, out here, I do plan to get licensed still, and then we're still doing stocks, you mm-hmm. know, crypto. There, I mean, there's still a lot of investments and stuff that we're doing on the business side. Yeah. So those those type of investments, I feel, have helped us with this move. But the difference is, is our our transition, I feel, has been planned. You know, right. a lot of people we've taught. I mean. Our close friends know we've been planning on moving for what two years, mm-hmm. and if if anyone knows, I, I mean Lindsay's spontaneous. <laughs> she will do something at the you know the, job at, of a hat at the job of a hat. Um, I plan it, and I mean two years ago we had talked about we sat planning. down and yeah. i said what is it going to take yeah. we talked about this a little bit on our yeah. first episode if you haven't heard that episode we talk about like what compelled us to move why we decided to all of that but the, but yeah so for us it was like i told you know me and lindsay had a real discussion and when i finally decided you know what i do want to do this for my family i want to do this for me i want to do this for um, our future it was let's put it on paper, let's plan it and let's mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah. So our transition out here, it wasn't, you know, I think I get this a lot out here where people are like, wow, like, you know, they feel like we should, we should be like already doing this nine to five thing. And I feel like it's been very different for us because that planning is what started my grind in real estate to mm-hmm. like, okay, we need to get to X and, and then it'll make the transition easier because I just, I like things to be easier, even though it was hard. We Mm -hmm. came out of a very hard and busy season, but now I I just feel like we're kind of feeling a little bit of, uh, you know, we're kind of having the fruits of that labor Mm -hmm. because we planned it right. I feel like we prayed. I feel like we um, were trying to be, yeah, we were trying to steward our money in the best way possible. And it's put us in a position where, you know, we are in a smoother transition, even though there's a lot of difficulty in, you know, our AC here has <laughs> gone out like four or five times. I've probably become more of a contractor slash handyman than I've ever wanted I'm to be. I'm so proud of you. So we, our next goal, which we've probably talked about this is to do Airbnbs. And I am like, hallelujah, because Jesse's been so busy and I am not a handy woman, but you have learned so much throughout this move. (laughs) You've learned ACs, you've learned woodwork, you've learned plumbing, all kinds of stuff. So it really, I mean, though it's been kind of frustrating and hard at moments, it's been good. So just to answer that question, because I do get that one probably the most, Jesse still has his license in New Mexico and is still doing referrals um, and still has work coming in. I obviously have a job. I am the breadwinner as of right now, and I take a lot of pride in that in the <laughs> because I worked really hard to get here. Um, but then we also do have our rental properties, and then um, we are going to be selling one as well. And so doing those things, I contract out work as well. So I have my own stuff. You guys know I have Wife Project and the Modern Proverbs 31 Women Project, and Jesse and I are going to be doing a marriage project. I do social media and business coaching. And then I also have, um, I contract out for churches where we do their social media. We run their social media. So it's, it's really cool. And I have an amazing team of two girls, Hannah and Taylor. I need to introduce them. 
um, you guys to them on Instagram. I'll do that soon because they are just wonderful. And so having them has given me a lot of time. It's my first time having like real employees and it's cool and it's taken a lot to get here, but we're both just really thankful. However, Jesse still plans to get his license, right? Mm-hmm. And then we, like I said, we really would like to invest in Airbnbs, but we just got some bad news that because it's been so crazy in Nashville with the travel that they're really not going to be giving out permits to do Airbnbs anymore. Up to January 2022. So we may need to go kind of outside of the city. I'd love to have one in the city, though it could get messy with like parties. Anyway, so there's that. Um, how are the kids handling it? That's another question I've been getting. I I feel like the kids have been good, but you're always more of like getting into the emotional conversations with the kids when I talk to them. And I think it's probably because I'm their dad and I don't, I mean, I I don't think we always try to get to the more emotional sides. I've even tried to have those conversations with them, but the boys, they try to be, I think, tougher around me. So I just soften around them. So I, they I can know. Be I'm, that's what I'm saying. I try, but <laughs> okay. they don't need to be that soft. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. We differ they, on this, you guys. <laughs> they, uh, um, but yeah, they've, every conversation I've had with them, they love it. Sutton even told me, he was like, oh, I love Tennessee so much. Mm-hmm. And um, he loves how green it is. He loves that there's no stickers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he loves that there's no guys, stickers. I'm telling you, our <laughs> last neighborhood, they, Anytime we went walking, the dogs either the would come dogs home. or Sutton, somebody had stickers. Yeah. And it was always like this mess. But anyway, he like he's always talked about how positive it is. And then yeah. especially now, I, I mean, most of those conversations were prior to him meeting all of these kids yeah. and being outside 24-7 playing with all of them. So I, my conversations, they love it. I think they definitely miss their family. I mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, it was good for something to talk to Titus the other night and, uh, his cousin, that's his cousin. And, uh, Saxon, I think. So Saxon, for those of you who don't know our story completely, Saxon is three and a half and then Sutton is six yeah. in first grade. Yeah. And I, I think Saxon, he, he hasn't really let it out yet. He, I, we're having a hard time that, with Sax right now. His behavior yeah. has been rough. Yeah, but which he was kind of in this season, even coming out here. Yeah. Um, but three major. The you know the other day when Pompo and Grammy, my my parents were on the phone with him. I I I just like kind of saw it mm-hmm. in his face. I just felt like he's he's emotional. He wants to see them and he mm-hmm. wants to like hug them and mm-hmm. you know stuff. I I think he he just wants normal. It's, it's not registering yet mm-hmm. that he they're not within an arm's reach, you know? I think that's been the hardest part for me is his age, just really the inability to communicate it. And though we know it's best for him right now, not being away from family, of course, but just where we are in the school systems and the the crime rates being so low, like all of those things, the freedoms, like it's just, it's, we know it's good for our family and it's been so good. But it's really, really heart-wrenching as a mom to not be able to communicate that and for him to fully receive it. Like I communicate it, but I know he can't fully receive it. And um, I know Sutton feels – though he is excited, I think that he also is really – I mean, so are we though. And so for Mm -hmm. us, we were talking about that. Like the the lack of accessibility has been the hardest part for us and just – knowing like we were really ready for like freedom to not have to go to all these parties and events. And we were so busy because we have so many amazing people in our lives. We just were like, okay, we need to breathe. And even our close friends and family were like, you guys need to slow down. Um, we have multiple families. We have multiple, like we have like 19 nieces and nephews. So we're always at parties and busy and stuff. So coming here was like, we wanted that breath of fresh air, but it's funny. I mean, you immediately feel this empty in your heart where you're like, oh, I just, I want to just see their face. Like I want to be able to see their face if I want to see their face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Totally. What do you think? (laughs) Like what's been the hardest thing for you? Um, 
gosh, I think it's it's like the roller coaster because everything is so dreamy. <laughs> like I am so just when I drive, I'm so ridiculous. I romanticize my life a lot. And so I'll go on extra long drives just to see the prettier part, like to get to Saxon school, I'll drive five minutes longer or to get to the gym, I'll drive 10 minutes You've longer. Always done that, <laughs> I know that's just who Even I am. In New Mexico, yeah. I just love, I, I want to make my life as sweet as possible. So I, I do like, I just choose things that make it that way. Um, and so I, I feel that. And then just the things that we've been able to do in the family, I think it's just that bittersweet of like, I just want my family here with me. We want, and it's good for us to have this time though. Like, and that's what all of our people encouraged us in, which was really encouraging to me was they would just say, Lindsay and Jesse, you guys need like a year. You need like a year to just do your thing and just be with the four of you. And we have done more as a family probably than ever before combined. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy in a month. But we are still like hopeful. There was a um, there was a lady we met at the oh, pool, yeah. And her mom, I met her mom, and and she is, uh, she she was like, yeah, we just moved here from Chicago or something like that. And she was the like, daughter. It is, yeah, the the daughter, and then her mom is visiting her, and mm-hmm. she was like, it's so pretty. I don't know how I'm gonna go back. And then she texted me. She asked me, she was like, she was like, yeah, I don't know if I should, you know, buy a house. And I was like, buy a house, get a, get a house. If you can like come out here. And Lindsay told me that she talked to that girl and, and her mom got a house and she she is moving out here. So that was like two weeks ago. I'm, I'm hopeful that (laughs) we're going to be able to slowly (laughs) get friends and family Mm -hmm. out here. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's, it's kind of just that roller coaster of like, I mean, Jesse and I have already decided like we, I mean, unless God completely changes our hearts or something happens, I don't know, but we probably won't ever go back to Albuquerque. I don't think we'll. No. Yeah. No, I don't, we're, we're, I don't think so. We're pretty much set. So I think that is like, okay, so now what? Now what's the next step in having people come? But it's that is also just my personality. And that is what I think Jesus is pruning in me. And I've shared this recommendation with you guys so many times, but that book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, I've read it two times and I just have really clung to the concept and the way of Jesus, which is not rushed or compassionless or in a hurry. And my life just looked like that. Like the first comment anyone would ever tell me, all of my friends, all of my family, anytime they wanted to plan something was Hey, Lens, I know you're super busy, but if we could find a time. And I hated reading that. Like it just kind of crushed my soul a little bit because I don't want people to know me as the person who can't make time for anyone. And the problem was I was making time for everyone and doing a bunch of things I wanted to do that it just stole from the value, I guess, of that time maybe because I was just rushed and I was so busy. And so here – I know God is slowing me down and he's saying invest in these friendships. We're going to get involved in fellowship and community groups where we've been searching for a home church, um, just going to one church each weekend and filling it out and seeing like what their service looks like and what their child, children's ministries look like and um, and what their ministries look like and all of that and mission work and then going on to the next and just getting a feel of how the boys like it and then how we feel. Um, and so all of those things we will get involved, but I think there's also that place of like, Hey, Lindsay, it is okay for you to sit on the porch swing and read a book. You are not lacking value when you do that. You are not lazy or disgusting when you do that. And those are lies that I believe a lot. And if I sit outside on the steps and I watch the boys ride their bikes or I play football, I am not worthless for not cleaning my kitchen. So it's just not something I've had to face. I've had to face a lot of people telling me I need to slow down, but the actual slowing down is really hard on me. Like I just, I really struggle with lies. I feel like I am just, I'm, I'm like, what do you, like a piece of dust floating in there. (laughs) I don't know. So those things, I miss my people. I'm a people person. Um, but like I said, having Shana and Adam and Paisley and Mason here, just those familiar faces and just like the friend that Shana is to me, I could not ask for a better situation. Like I am just, we've been going to the gym together and they, we went to church with them this morning 
and the boys have that familiarity too. And it's just like a really sweet relationship. So that just fills my heart a lot. And then I've been able to meet people. There's one really sweet girl I've seen at the gym. I see her almost every day that I go. Oh yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. And we're going to go to lunch soon. So I'm really excited about that. And I think we just haven't, we're, it's only been a month, you know, mm-hmm. we haven't had time to build on that, but I but, feel like you, you struggle with knowing that we live here because it feels like a vacation. You, well, you still feel, I, I feel like sometimes you're still in this mood of, we got to get this, this, and this in, like, we have to do this. We have to <laughs> yeah. do this before then we can. And so I, like going I think you're still, yeah, like you're yeah. still adjusting because sometimes I, it's, you know what I mean? Like you struggle no, with, know. if we don't do this, like <laughs> yeah, it's gone, it's but I'm like, away. well, we live here. It's not, I definitely it's not feel that way. Yeah. I have like, I can't, I told, who did I tell? I told my cousin, sorry guys, this is totally like an unedited just conversation. So <laughs> feel free to listen or not listen. Um, I think we just, it's just good for us to talk to and to include you guys. Um, but I told my cousin, I said, it's really bizarre to me to think that I live 25 minutes away from Nashville and can go whenever I want because I just haven't done that. And one of the craziest things that helped me the most, and it was so funny, was I made like six categories on Yelp of restaurants and I'm a foodie, if you don't know. I love trying places. So I made breakfast in Nashville, breakfast in Franklin, lunch in Nashville, lunch in Franklin, dinner in Nashville, dinner in Franklin, and then like places to go. And I categorized them and I spent like four hours doing it so that I just had a sense of familiarity. Like I don't like not knowing where I'm driving. So I've been turning my maps off when I'm coming home so that I can learn my route and then knowing where restaurants are. That's why you're gone for so long. (laughs) It is. Getting lost out there. (laughs) It is. Well, and I'm taking my long romantic drives. (laughs) Or you're just using the wrong map. (laughs) Well, okay. This is a battle. I use my, what is it? Just Apple Maps. Apple Maps. Jesse uses Google Maps and we fight about it every day. Because she always goes the (laughs) wrong way. (laughs) And she gets lost. Yeah. Anyways. I think that's it for me. What has been the sweetest for you and then the hardest? And well, definitely we'll just just the time. I, I think with you and, and the boys has been the best thing and just enjoying I don't time, mm-hmm. I guess. I feel uh, I'm well, we talked about that. Just the season we came out of. Yeah. I forget how constantly busy I was. And mm-hmm. it was just periodically throughout the day, like Phone call, text, phone call, text, phone call, text. I sent a video to his family (laughs) and I said, this is vacation, Jesse. He comes to me every day when I'm working or like cleaning or whatever. And he's all, hey, you want to go to the restaurant? Hey, you want to go to lunch with me? Hey, you want to go to breakfast? Hey, you want to go to the gym? And I'm like, who are you? I love it. So, I mean, it's just been the greatest. Anyone who knows us knows that was one of the greatest struggles of our marriage was my clicking. Yeah. So my headphones is throwing me. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah, no, I think, uh, that's definitely been a big, one of the sweetest things out mm-hmm. here. And, and even that is, uh, we, what we talked about before is before we got into this busy season is I used to, if anyone knows me, I used to watch, and listen to debates like 24 seven. I used to read, I used to study, I get into these like, you know, big, very helpful, you know, for me mentally, you know, study rabbit holes. And I just, during that season I had, I could never even listen to an audiobook, mm-hmm. which was so out of the ordinary for season me. Like it was not, six years. not normal. Like I just, yeah could not pay attention to a book because I had too many things going on in my head. And that's been a good change Mm -hmm. out here is like just starting to read again and starting to study again and um, being able to listen to audiobooks again. I've definitely enjoyed all of that. I, I, and so that's been good. I think the, I mean, the big thorn has been this stinking house. Like <laughs> I've struggled we so much. We knew it was much. a fixer upper, but not yeah. this much of no, a fixer upper. No, not really. I mean, the only thing the we floors. anticipated spending money on was these floors. And 
I just, it's one, it's a tough one because again, the sight on scene and then I just, it feels like the previous owners of this home literally took no, like, I don't, they just never, it it seemed to like, they, they, yeah, they didn't care for the home or, or maybe we just, they did. And we ended up with bad timing, but we've had to fix (laughs) and replace so many things. And they turned off their water before we moved out. Well, and and that was another problem too, is the landscaping, Mm -hmm. the trees were dying, the grass was dying. Um, the, and we're, it's mid summer already and they hadn't, turned the sprinklers on yet so everything was just so yeah that part has probably been the biggest thorn aside from missing you know family and stuff i fortunately digital world i've been (laughs) able to play with all my buddies um so that's that's still been there but even that i just i we haven't done what are you playing much either huh what are you playing lately Valheim and Warzone. <laughs> um, but even that has been cool because I feel like your time playing is so shared with your time with us that it doesn't feel like you're a like it's yeah. not as much of a struggle in creating strife between us like it used to. Well, and and again, I think it's been different because I. I don't, I don't know what it is and it could just be the move. It's the season, it's the changes or whatever, but I haven't had a big desire to do it either. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, I'm out, th- out there. I just was, I think in because we were busy in Albuquerque, all I wanted, like constantly, I was just fighting for a little bit of freedom or free time mm-hmm. or something. And it just, it was always like fighting for it. And I feel like it's just different out here. I don't have to fight for it. So yeah. I have like an, you know, an hour and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I mm. want, you know, my kids are playing outside. I want to go watch them play or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I just, yeah, it's been an, a nice change because I do have that time with my buddies and friends and cousins, like everyone that I'm playing with on there. And then I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm hopping off and I get to, you know, spend time with the boys. So my last question, because I think this time has been really good for my faith as well. Like the slowness, which is something I expected would happen. It's just leaning into Jesus. Like many of you know, I lost my grandma, um, today and it's been really hard. And my stepmom is in the hospital with COVID and isn't doing very well. And so um, the amount of tears has been, it's been a little excessive the past few days and pretty hard on our family and on me. And so I, I've just seen even in this season, like in the past month and, and, and also in the time that I was preparing to come out here that I just really was leaning into prayer and I was really leaning into just reading. And, um, if you guys heard my last podcast episode, I'm talking about reading the Bible and I've just been doing that so much and just being so intentional with that time. And it's really strengthened, of course, like the slowness of life leads to deeper relationship with Jesus. So because I I make more time for him, I'm less selfish and less consumed by the everything that's tugging at me in the world. So last question for you, how have you seen your faith change? And you're going to have to put this in a nutshell because I know you could talk forever. Oh my gosh. But with everything that's going on in the world, I have seen a crazy change in you. For those of you who don't know, we've always kind of struggled. Jesse struggled with like back and forth with his faith and pastor's kid, like a lot of ups and downs, but I have seen you step up in our home as a leader, like more than ever. So briefly, (laughs) we could do another episode on this if you guys want, but tell me a little bit about why, why that is like, what's been the change? Well, that's a loaded question to sum up, but I feel Mm -hmm. Gosh, I I don't know. I I honestly, it's one of those things where I could just say with everything going on and us having time and being able to read and study and all that stuff more, it's just helped my my uh relationship and my walk with God for sure. Mm-hmm. Um it's 
it's weird. I mean, and it's hard not to talk about everything going on in this world that we're, I mean, we were talking about that last night. It's like, what, what do you do with, you know, you don't want this to be a part of your everyday thought process Mm -hmm. and you don't want it to be a a part of your conversations every day with your kids. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, you, you shouldn't be worrying about this. You shouldn't be thinking about this all day long, but people during world war two and Mm -hmm. the last, you know, uh, pandemic in 1920 Mm -hmm. and world war one, like those events, those kids, those people, like that was part of their lives. Mm-hmm. And this time frame, unfortunately, like it, it's going to be a story and, of, yeah. of their lives. But these type of events and everything going on, it, it definitely wakes people up and makes them wonder, you know, what's happening. You know, I'm I'm realizing you don't have control over life and circumstances, and there's these weird situations that you see in the news or you don't see in the news because uh, there's a lot of um there's a lot of filtering Mm -hmm. more than i've ever seen in my life whether it's facebook instagram twitter or uh podcasts youtube and the news Mm -hmm. like there's just more filtering than i've ever witnessed in my lifetime and it's what i mean by that is you could see a a video and then it's gone. And that stuff is just, it's weird to me that, you know, again, from what we talked about earlier is I've always loved to watch debates, whether it's, you know, Christians versus a Muslim, like people just having very good dialogue with each other. Nobody's arguing, nobody's fighting. They're just, here's my best case. Here's your best case. And I love, I could, I could watch those videos for days Mm -hmm. and I love listening to people that have dedicated their lives to certain topics, hashing these things out and, you know, being able to watch those things. So I think that part, um, on top of just having time is just like, you know, I, I have to, be more active in my own study time, my own research time, all that stuff. Like I I have to uh, be looking into those things more so because of my family. And I'm like- Well, I was going to say, I think it's it's affected even just like you said, like it wakes you up. It makes you see things in a way where you're like, okay, I, I need to pour this out into my kids. I need to give them the resources and the tools in order, and I saw that in you when you had that conversation with the boys. They were messing around at dinner. Just our boys have a lot of energy, you guys, and kind of like reeling them in sometimes can be so challenging. Which they're two little boys, but and you had that conversation about prayer, and I just kind of saw that shift in you where you told them, you know, ser- prayer is serious. Prayer is it is a conversation with God. It is not something to be you know, not in a religious way, but in like, God loves you and God wants to hear from you. And, and I just saw you like, I mean, really leading them and telling them the importance of that and telling them to respect me in that time. And because I was praying. Um, but I, I think that, and I, I remember that moment emotionally. And I think that it's weird. The, the events that we go through in our lives and how some of them can seem at the time so detrimental or you seem so lost during certain times. But when you look back at it, you almost feel like that. Like, you know, I needed to go through that. I needed to go through a dead spot or I needed to go through this time. And um, people at church that, you know, we were going to community group with and friends and family that we had fellowship with knew that I struggled with prayer. Mm -hmm. They knew that, um, me growing up in the church. Um, and it's, again, it's, it's not the church's fault. I think a lot of it, most of the time it's our own personal struggles and issues that we have a lot of times too. So it's a lot of it could be the way that I was perceiving the church or the way things were done is it was more, um, uh, like just, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. And I, 
struggled with prayer because sometimes it just wasn't, it was not genuine in my own heart. And in my own mind, I, I just was, you know, you have prayer during lunch or breakfast and you're thanking them for your food. But a lot of times growing up in the church, it wasn't like, it was like ritualistic. You, yeah. And you, and you have this prayer time that wasn't even thanking God for the food. It was like, you're praying for a bunch of other stuff on top of that. And you felt like it seemed in many situations, people add fluff to prayers because it's like a prayer time. So you need to talk about all these different things. And that moment with everything going on and like just kind of, and prior to that, I was having my own personal prayer times, Mm -hmm. which I've always had prayer time, but I've had more, um, a dedicated prayer time that I haven't done or had in a long time. And so it, for me, it was just, you know, I want my boys to know that, that this is real and we can, we need to be using this prayer time as something to get, we're, we're just thanking God for Mm -hmm. our food right now. And, um, and so, yeah, I just, I think for, for us in that moment, it was just, I mean, wanting the boys to understand that, you know, we are, we're thanking God for food on our table mm-hmm. that who knows, who knows in six months or a year, we might not have food. You know, we, mm-hmm. it's just with everything going on in this right. world. And I mean, I, I see like crazy news articles all the time these days and watch these crazy videos and and you just like the hard part is you just you don't know what's what's rumor i'm only laughing i'm not laughing at what you're saying i'm just laughing because jesse gets down these crazy rabbit holes sometimes oh yeah all the time and (laughs) i can't handle it but but you just never know like you're like well what do i take in and and what do i dispel and Mm -hmm. so that part is is always just hard, but you see these things and then you see what's going on in the world and all these other places. And you just, you, I, it seeing all of that, it makes me feel grateful for the place that we're in. It makes me feel grateful for what we have. Mm -hmm. And I want my boys to feel the same way. And, um, and I think at the same time, it just, you know, you always, uh, I, we always talk about that verse in Luke where it's just like, you know, you store up all these things for yourself and Jesus tells him, you know, you fool, I, I tomorrow I require your soul. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea what time you have left in this world. And especially with how crazy it is, I think for everyone, they're kind of seeing that time is limited mm-hmm. and it's it's fading in this world. And so... I just think it's uh, seeing all of that has definitely helped me want to, you know, use my time wisely. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely changed where I'm at spiritually and emotionally. Yeah. I've had the thought a few times, like if my closest people could see how different our lives are, already and how, I mean, if any of them listen, obviously the conversation I've had with them, but just listening to this, like knowing so many of the things we've prayed for for so long have like God has, has grown in this time and it just makes my heart so happy and so thankful. And, you know, I think that so much of it is taking that leap of faith and following in obedience where God calls. And so I just want to encourage anyone who is feeling like God is calling you out of your comfort zone that we, like we said, we shared, there's still a lot of hard things about this. Like it's not perfect. It is, we're not living in paradise, you know, mm-hmm. we live in a beautiful place, but without our family. And so it's, it's like, gosh, what are you? It's, it's all a balancing act. Um, and it's not perfect, but there is just so much sweet and there is so much good and hard does not mean bad. And Biscuit's going to start barking. Um, but for those of you also, I just want to reiterate what you just said, babe, because I do feel like even when I said that last night about the years, that it just gave me a sense of peace even just thinking about it when 
because Jesse was voicing to me like, I just, I hate that this even has to be a conversation with the boys that we're talking about the pandemic and we're talking about the war and we're talking about, and obviously we choose very wisely what we share with them and how much we share with them. We keep it as limited as we can. And I've tried to shield them. I mean, truly as much as possible. Like if we go get a Starbucks and they're handing it to me in a cup and they ask me, why are they doing that? I'm like, oh, it's just their new way of handing it to me. You know, I don't want them to be as aware of it because they don't need to be right now. But I think it is helpful to to think of that, that in 1942 or 1941, like World War II, was 1942, 1942, World War II, like my grandma was being taken to bomb shelters and she was having to go to the movie theater to watch what was going on in the world and watching what was happening with Germany. And she was a young girl. And then you have people in the 70s and the wars and just the, I mean, constant chaos, you know. I mean, there's just so much that they went through that other children have gone through that has been worse than this, you know. Um, having being to be forced to stay at home, which is not a comfortable or fun thing, but and I know that it can very quickly get worse. But I think the biggest thing is, and this is what I've told my people, is focus on what is in your home, the four walls of your home. Focus on your family and what you can control. Love your family. Invest in your family. You know, train your family up and help them to be prepared, but also just. Invest your heart and your time and your love into what is yours to control. What is not control, but you know what I mean. What is yours to to foster and nurture and love rather than just constantly living in fear of what this is doing to our children. Or And, and not that I don't want people to stand up and be bold because I absolutely do, but I think we can get down these rabbit holes sometimes and become so consumed and obsessed with what's happening that we then lose the joy and that love in our home because that fear has overtaken. And Jesus says, the most common command in scripture, do not fear. And we have to fight that fear with faith. And so do we know the word? Is it embedded in our hearts and our minds? Are we pouring that out onto our children? Those are the things we need to focus on the most right now because the rest, God is in control. So with all of that said, that took a little bit of a turn from our original topic, but um, I'm glad that it did. And overall, in a nutshell, we are happy. We are very happy that we did it Mm -hmm. and wouldn't go back, wouldn't change it for the world. I think we're really good. Now we just work to get our family here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Thanks for just hanging out with us tonight. I'm sorry this is super like unedited and choppy and sloppy, but it's just real life. So it's real life. I hope That's you enjoy right. it. All right. All right. Bye See guys. You guys.